，享受工作，乐生活。就算不在办公室，也能从容应对线上会议。HP Dragonfly 透过专业的 HP Presence 设计，内建降噪及会议快速键，搭配清晰的 Ben and Olufsen 音效，增强音讯及视讯功能。HP Dragonfly 顶级商务笔电，采用 Windows 11专业版。让您在会议中享有最佳的视觉和听觉品质。Debate continues over whether U.S. House Speaker Nancy Pelosi will visit Taiwan in August. Reports had indicated she was planning a Taiwan trip, prompting protests from China, which has also threatened consequences. One analyst says the Biden administration may cancel the trip to improve its leverage in upcoming talks with Beijing. Meanwhile, former U.S. Secretary of State Mike Pompeo said on social media that he'd be willing to join Pelosi to Taiwan should the visit go ahead. Former U.S. Secretary of State Mike Pompeo could soon visit Taiwan for a second time. On Twitter, the former secretary tagged U.S. House Speaker Nancy Pelosi, saying, "Nancy, I'll go with you. I'm banned in China, but not freedom-loving Taiwan. See you there." Pompeo's support for Pelosi's Taiwan visit came after Beijing expressed fierce opposition to the planned trip, putting the U.S. in a dilemma. The military thinks it's not a good idea right now, but、uh, I, I don't know what the status of it is. My travel plans—it's a national—it's a security issue.、Uh, if we're going to have a discussion about that, I think that it's important for us to show support、uh, for Taiwan. I think what the president was saying is the. Maybe the military was afraid our plane would get shot down or something like that by the Chinese. I don't know exactly. I didn't see it. I didn't hear it. China has expressed objections to the visit and has said that if Pelosi's trip goes through, it would take actions. A columnist at the Washington Post wrote that if Pelosi does visit Taiwan, the U.S. would likely dispatch aircraft carriers or fighter jets to provide air support for the military plane that would carry Pelosi. It is impossible that Pelosi, who is second in line to the presidency, would be scared into changing her travel plans over Chinese threats. The U.S. Air Force's fighter jets, its Navy's carriers and fighter jets, and its defensive positions throughout the region would ensure that its key personnel can travel freely and safely. Several U.S. representatives have also voiced their support for Pelosi's visit to Taiwan in recent days. Some have encouraged Pelosi to speak out against the U.S.'s one-China policy. However, one researcher said that with U.S. President Joe Biden and Chinese leader Xi Jinping due to hold a video conference in the coming days, and with China's National Congress on the horizon, the Pelosi visit comes at a sensitive time. The U.S. government may have some expectations of China they hope to bring to the table, which would be totally shelved if Pelosi visits Taiwan. I think China will face a strong backlash, and its attitude is not that of a responsible power. It is just confirming the so-called China threat theory. Pelosi has been a force behind many Taiwan-friendly laws in the U.S. and has spared no effort to strengthen Taiwan-U.S. ties. She's also been vocal on the need to assist Taiwan in developing its asymmetric warfare capabilities. A visit to Taiwan by Pelosi would send a strong signal on U.S. support for Taiwan's democracy. Though detractors say a visit at this sensitive time could also worsen an already tense situation. The Fed is preparing to raise interest rates this week in response to record high inflation. Taiwan may follow suit and raise its own rates, but when and by how much will depend on U.S. action.
One analyst says the board of directors of Taiwan's central bank may hold an interim meeting if the U.S. raises its rates by one percentage point. Impacted by world events, inflation in the U.S. reached 9.1% in June, a 41-year record high. The situation has people watching closely as the U.S. Federal Reserve readies a large rate hike. If the U.S. raises rates by one percentage point, then we'll have to watch what the central bank governor does. I think we can't rule out the possibility that the board of directors will hold an interim meeting. As for whether a rate hike can curb inflation, actually the impact will be limited. There appears to be pent-up demand, but overly pent-up demand can affect economic growth. If the U.S. raises rates by one percentage point, the analyst believes the board of directors at the central bank may hold an interim meeting. However, the analyst advised the central bank governor to avoid raising Taiwan's own interest rates too much. He said that in the face of inflation, a sharp correlation in the financial market coupled with the impact of the COVID epidemic could further reduce consumer demand. Already, the Taiwan Institute for Economic Research has adjusted Taiwan's projected annual GDP growth downward to 3.81% and the CPI upward to 2.95%. A number of uncertainties remain for the second half of the year. The U.S. has about 50 days worth of reserves left, and if its reserves are increased, the price of oil will rise sharply again. The way things look at present, if the three major economies, the U.S., the EU and China, continue to decline throughout the second half of the year, then that decline will likely continue. However, you may have noticed that worldwide nobody is saying there will be a recession this year. Everyone is saying a recession will come next year. For example, the U.S. inverted interest rates recently. An interest rate inversion is not immediately followed by recession. You'll have to wait until next year for that to happen. Some have speculated that if the U.S. raises interest rates by only 0.75 percentage points, then Taiwan's central bank is likely to wait until September to follow suit. The rate hike in the U.S. will also affect currency exchange rates. However, the extent of that impact will depend on what the Fed does this week. A new natural history museum just opened its doors. It's located in National Zhongxing University in Taizong. It boasts important specimens from 60 years of life sciences research at the university. Perhaps the most amazing is a fossilized dinosaur embryo that is 200 million years old. But there are plenty of more familiar creatures as well. This is the second biggest preserved specimen of a giant squid in Taiwan. Nearby is a four-meter-long crocodile skin. Its thickness, toughness and sheer weight are astonishing. How did they get it on the wall? The skin is very thick. To hang it on the wall, we had to cut about half of it off. The museum also boasts the trunk of the elephant Malan, made of the famous military elephant Lingwang. And the oldest specimen of all is a fossilized dinosaur embryo. It's one of the oldest in the whole world. Although so small you need a magnifying glass to see it properly, its importance to scholars is gigantic. It is more than 200 million years old. Its habitat was the mountains of Yunnan in China. Its genus, Lufengosaurus. The NCHU Natural History Museum is on the second floor of NCHU College of Life Sciences. It just opened its doors after three years of planning. 
More than 60 years of fauna and flora specimens collected by students and faculty are on display here. It aims to promote biological sciences and ecological protection. We are very happy to have a natural history museum on the university campus, and it's such a pleasure to share our resources with the public. Another notable specimen, this Asian giant soft-shell turtle, critically endangered, found in a pond in Taichung's Fengle Sculpture Park. Its entire shell has been preserved. The museum is open to visitors, but tickets must be booked by a phone call to the College of Life Sciences. The auction of a house in Tainan is, a, is, is attracting unprecedented attention. The old house would be sold off at a surprisingly cheap price. Officials are selling it to write off the debts of its late owner. But they're amazed that hundreds of people have come out to view the property. In today's market, a good house at a low price is bound to cause a stampede. What building could attract so much interest? People have come here all the way from Taipei just to see this house in an alleyway of Tainan's Yoai Street. Its upcoming auction has caused a real stir. My little sister likes Tainan, so she thinks there are old houses near here. And the pace of life is good, so she's planning to retire here. I make art. I'd get people to come here to see it and drink coffee. My daughter-in-law makes coffee. The two-story house is about 60 years old. The previous owner died a long time ago with no heirs, but more than 10,000 NT of unpaid land tax bills. The administrative enforcement agency has decided to auction off the building to cover the debt. But at the low price of less than 4 million NT, it's attracted a storm of attention. It's being auctioned cheaply at 3.76 million NT. Over the course of one morning, 110 groups of viewers came to see the house. What's caused this massive influx of people viewing the house is the explosion in people doing rental accommodation recently and the development of creative business travel. Although tucked away in an alleyway, the house is in an iconic part of Tainan city centre, making it hot property. But all this interest might drive the price up. There are so many people viewing the house, it will probably be hard to win it. There are so many people, the chances are very low. The winning bid will be on a knife edge. It won't be pretty. The real estate agent warns that the old house needs attention. Renovations won't be cheap. The buyer will need some savings ready. Tamron reported just under 17,000 local COVID cases on Monday, the lowest daily tally since May. Officials say the low number is due to low testing over the weekend. Health officials also confirmed two local infections of a BA5 subvariant. One patient is a relative of a recent arrival to Taiwan. The other is a worker at a shipyard in southern Taiwan who had recently recovered from another COVID infection less than two months before. Officials have traced the worker's contacts and found 12 positive cases. They suspect the case is part of a workplace and family cluster, but genetic sequencing results have yet to come out for his contacts. Let's hear from the CECC. The contacts at his workplace are more likely to have been in close quarters with imported cases, but in his family, we also have a case who developed symptoms before the case we announced today. 
we still think it's more likely that the cluster started from the workplace. Kaohsiung's Department of Health says the relevant areas have been disinfected and PCR tests will be carried out on all workplace contacts every two days. The CDC has finalized an order for monkeypox medication, which could be delivered to Taiwan as early as next month. So far, Taiwan has reported just two cases of the disease, both imported. But on Sunday, the World Health Organization declared the disease a global health emergency. I have decided that the global monkeypox outbreak represents a public health emergency of international concern. The WHO has officially designated monkeypox as a public health emergency of international concern after cases have been confirmed in more than 70 countries. So far, Taiwan has reported just two cases of the disease, both imported. But to be prepared, the CDC has placed orders for monkeypox vaccines and treatments. An order for oral drugs has already been finalized and could be delivered as early as next month. This prevents the monkeypox virus from reproducing inside cells. It makes the virus less effective at reproducing. That prevents infection to another person and also makes symptoms milder for the patient. Ticoviramat can be used to treat smallpox, monkeypox and cowpox. It disrupts the proteins on the surface of the virus, inhibiting its normal reproduction. It can be used in adults and in children weighing at least 13 kilograms. It is available as an oral drug or an intravenous injection. Taiwan's purchase is for the oral form and could be delivered as early as August. With border controls easing, the number of people entering Taiwan is growing. Doctors say that the current regulations won't stop monkeypox from entering Taiwan, as the disease spreads by close contact between people. Monkeypox is a long incubation period and it's hard to tell when symptoms start. The current 3 plus 4 quarantine model won't stop it from entering Taiwan. In the future, more people will be able to travel to Taiwan. That means that the chances of someone with monkeypox entering will be higher. In terms of border controls, imposing quarantines on people suspected of having monkeypox is a very important measure. For now, it seems that most patients got infected during sex. Globally, the number of infections is growing most rapidly among people 20 to 50. Doctors say there is no need to be overly worried, just cautious. Seven cities and counties in northern Taiwan froze in place for half an hour on Monday afternoon as part of the annual Wan'an air defense exercises. In Taipei, New Taipei, Jilong, Yilan, Taoyuan, Xinzhou City and Xinzhou County, people had to shelter in place and vehicles had to stop circulating for 30 minutes starting at 1.30 p.m. In Taipei, the drills went a step further. For the first time in the capital, drivers and car passengers had to park their vehicles and evacuate to a shelter. An electrical substation simulated a bombing with Thai power staff dispatched to put out the fire. Over in Jilong, local authorities simulated a building fire with evacuation and firefighting drills. Road safety experts in Taidong recently held a contest to find the slowest scooter rider. That's right, contestants had to take as long as possible to complete the race. The winning contestant managed to spend a good 32 seconds on just 15 meters of road. The tournament aimed to encourage riders to take riding lessons, build skills, and improve road safety. Never say safety and fun won't go hand in hand.
A student rides a motorbike down a thin green strip, wobbling to and fro, pressing carefully on the accelerator but steadying with the brake is the way to maintain balance. Hitting a black line is a no-no. This is the Straight Line Balance Scooter Riding Championship at Tidal Motor Vehicle Supervision Station, where students are duking it out for the title of slowest rider. The champion managed to take 30 whole seconds to complete the line. The audience demanded an encore. You can see how he's holding his breath as he sways side to side, continuously juggling the accelerator pedal. In the end, he broke his own record and managed a new score of 32 seconds for a 15-meter race. You have to relax but hold your breath. You have to grip the brake well, keep balance and use your core. The station organized a slow riding contest to encourage people to brush up their riding skills in proper classes with professional instruction from experts. Contestants had to ride as slowly as possible down a 15-meter strip just 30 centimeters wide. The prize was 5,000 NT cash and lots of students tried their luck. But riding slowly requires a steady hand. It can be harder than riding fast. This rider was braking too much, making his whole bike shudder along, ending with a wail of frustration. The front wheel should be nice and full, and the back broad to be stable. Then it depends on your physical coordination. If you have that, you'll probably do great. If you can get it to stop on a short line like this. This unique contest was both a way to get scooter riders up to speed or down to speed and to blow up some steam in the summer sun. Today we take a look at the work of sculptor Chen Chi Chun. Chen has been carving traditional religious figures from wood since he was 14. Now he is a living national treasure. The story of his life was recently made into a short film by the General Association of Chinese Culture. It reveals the determination he showed to learn carving as a teenager and the commitment it took to devote his life to the craft. The video tells the whole story of how Chen Qichun became a sculptor. People used to say, if you have a skill, you have rice to eat. So back then I told my father, I want to go study sculpting. Chen shares his entire career from student to apprentice sculptor to master of the craft. From technique to art, one gradually enters the spirit of the craft. Through the work, you enter a special state of mind. The Soul of the Craftsman series from GACC celebrates the art, passion, and cultural heritage of Taiwan's premier craftsmen. This latest video focuses on Chen's journey through wood carving. He was awarded this flag to celebrate his achievements by GACC Vice President Jiang Chunnan. How can we use our efforts to realize our work? That is what I'd like to offer the young people of today as a question to consider. Chen was born in Tainan in 1963. He began learning to carve traditional statues of gods aged 14. He opened his first workshop at 24. In 2019, the Ministry of Culture recognized Chen as an important guardian of traditional wood sculpting skills. He was the youngest wood sculptor ever to be named a living national treasure. His life of work is a gift for Tainan as well as for all of Taiwan.